it's September 6, 2017, and you are listening to what we think is called Pod Like a Hole, where three friends go over the history of each Nine Inch Nails release, and that's all there is to it. I'm sitting here with Nine Inch Nails superfans, Eric Anderson. Good evening. And Mark Branstad. Hello there. And this is Stephen Chambers. Yeah, we're worried we all probably do sound the same without our pretty faces to go with it, so we'll make sure we say each other's names constantly. Yes, this is a, we are... That was Eric talking, by the way. We are three <laughs> northern, you, we are three <laughs> Caucasian males in our mid-30s that were raised in Northern California, so we sound as boring as can be. I'm the one without a beard, if you can hear beards. <laughs> Just a bunch of three dads getting together on a Thursday evening talking right. about Nine Inch Nails. That's right. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, guys, how did you get into Nine Shells? Um, I was probably... This is Mark speaking. This is Mark speaking. Thanks. Sorry. Um, I was probably a freshman, I think, in high school. Um, a friend of my... No, actually, it was my sister's boyfriend. He had a copy of Pretty Hate Machine on tape cassette that he let me borrow. This is kind of around the first time I was really getting into music. Was that and Louie? That was Louie. Yeah, I think I later stole a copy of Nine Inch, of this album, Pretty Hate Machine, from Nancy's Records. Um, hopefully the Statue of Limitations applies. Well, Nancy, I live right up the road from Nancy's Records now, and it's Mickey's Boots. So <laughs> I'm in the clear. I don't think anyone's coming after you. <laughs> unless somebody wants to bust up in their own case. They're, they're cold cases. <laughs> so, yeah, I listened to it, loved it. Uh, I was kind of getting into music at the time, so uh, it reminded me of... Uh, like Depeche Mode's a Violator album. Um, it's very dancey. And uh, just, I remember reading the lyrics and looking at the liner notes, and it was Trent Reznor is Nine Inch Nails. And I thought that was uh, pretty cool the fact that he did the entire thing all on his own. <clears throat> um, how about you, Eric? So I probably got into him in eighth grade. So, beat you. <laughs> uh, I was living in Arizona at the time, and um, my my dear friend uh, Greg Walgast um, had broken. Broken had just come out, so this was in between Broken and, and Downward Spiral. And he just showed me Wish, and that song just freaking blew my eyeballs out of my head. And then you heard Pretty Hate Machine, which <laughs> sounds exactly well, nothing like that. Well, yeah, well, I, and somewhere <laughs> in between that, and then I had heard Head Like a Hole, which is. Not too far of a stretch. There's actually guitar on that song, so I was like, okay, all right, sure, all right. Um, and then we had taken a trip back to visit friends in Sacramento, and one of my dad's friends. Um, now he's a like. What a year is this, by the so way? This is 95. Okay. Uh, now he's a producer for like DIY Network, but anyways, he was giving me a, a drive to the uh, to the airport, and he stopped at a record store. He's like, all right, you know, I'll buy you a, I'll buy you an album. What do you want? And I was like, oh, I better start at the beginning. And I grabbed Pretty Hate Machine, and we listened to it on the way to the airport, and, you know, I was into it. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it started a lifelong uh, love of Nine Inch Nails and industrial music ever since. Did you see the music video for Head Like a Hole? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like at the time, like when you Dude. were first getting into Nine Inch Nails. In my Nails. head, I was like, this is what industrial is. It's guys covered in what I thought was wires or seaweed. Sure. You never know. <laughs> and it cuts to, like, just shots of his, like... Could have been seaweed. His, I mean, we like, don't know. model head. We'll never know. Turning around on a... 3D table. Yeah, it can give it was, you epilepsy if you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I was into it. I thought it was. I thought it was rad. I like the. I like the the combos of the synth and the guitar, and uh, his haircut was ridiculous. So I ridiculous. mean, this is the era of bad haircuts for Trevor. Yeah, it was well. That video definitely had a. Uh, it was like a dreadlocked Newstead. Look. <laughs> yeah, it was like shaved, and it was yeah, it was it was bad news. I mean, it, like the the video for Sin. It was more of a kid and play kind of kind of cut at the time because it was short, but still kind of like with the little uh, little small little dreads. So I saw him in that haircut recently. I was watching uh, the '90s on CNN. Okay. And uh, got an airplane passing. It. And um, they're interviewing. They're they, they cut to an old interview of him from that exact era with the little dreads. And at the time, I probably thought it was awesome, but I just watched this documentary last week. And <laughs> Trent, <laughs> Trent Reznor says, "Before I was." Before I was in a rock band, I, I was uh, I was uh, depressed all the time, and I thought being in a rock band would change everything. I think I'm more miserable than ever now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's yeah. definitely 1991 or so. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, how about you, Stephen? 
it's all when'd kind. You, you it's all kind of a, a confluence of events happening at once that I can't pinpoint one before the other. But I know they happened in the late eighth grade year, transitioning into freshman year of high school, which I do think is, as we've discovered, like the perfect time. And uh, would you say that we pretty much got into Nine Inch Nails? Pretty close to being at the same time, 94, 95? Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it, mine was definitely 94. Yeah. Had to be 94. So the because I heard, spiral Yeah, was because out. I heard, I heard pretty, or, I, 94, then yeah, it was probably 94. I heard, yeah. had like a whole, and saw the video when I was younger, just uh, because it was like on Quad on the Six and stuff. So I knew that song existed. But then, uh, yeah, the Downward Spiral came out, and I remember hearing Closer on the radio. It was pretty cool. And I... If I recall, I this story is so ridiculous. I know it really happened, but sometimes I think it's so dumb that I made it up. But my mom took me to Dimple in Roseville, and I tried to buy the album, and it was one of the few times they were like, oh, perennial advisory. And she wanted to read the lyrics. And so she sat there and read the, the lyrics. And she was like, this is embarrassing. And I was, cannot watch It wasn't Closer that stopped her. It was a Hearsay. Oh, oh this. Course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. We're tricky. talking about Downward Spiral here. Uh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay, I'm that's, sorry. That's yeah, how no. I got it. I would like, oh, yes, I would like yes, to say yes. a similar story. I rode my bike all the way from Orangevale down the bike trail all by myself to Folsom Dimple, which took a long time. And to buy two This old, recording's brought to you by Dimple Records. <laughs> to buy a Tool album. Enema. Uh, Enema. Uh, and uh, the guy that wait, was... Wait, wait, wait. That was in 96. Yes. No, I'm, okay. Yes, no, I'm just... It's a, it's a similar story about the okay. parental advisory. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, And the employee gotcha. there at Dimple, which we all worked there and never did such a thing, but he he, he saw the parental advisory and I can't sell it to you. And I was like, oh, man, can you call my mom? And he called my mom and Joan said no. <laughs> he's like, sorry, bro. Wait mom a sec. No. Wait a <laughs> sec. He, he called your mom like he was a high school principal? <laughs> well, I, I said, could you call my mom? She'll, she'll let me have it. And, and she he said, did? No. Yeah, and she said no. It was Randy's first day. <laughs> oh, my God. So I headed all the way back home. Yeah. Oh boy. So I can't remember if I begged her and then she bought it or if I got it later, but I eventually got that album. And around that same time, during that summer in between eighth grade and high school starting, I remember I traded three cassettes and I think I want to say it was like Versus, uh, the Green Day's Dookie yeah. and another cassette for one copy of Pretty Hate Machine on, on CD from some guy. Versus is a good album. It now. is, yeah. but at the time I was like, I'm into something new, man. I don't think that was an oversell. I think yeah. you were right on the money. I think a trade. Yeah. So that that's that's how I got this album, and also that same summer, for whatever reason, I I got some money. And I went and bought a used Night Snail CD, and I bought Fixed. And I was, oh boy, that was a <laughs> listen to it once, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Ex- Exposed and broadened my horizons that summer. We're big fans of Nine Inch Nails. We love to talk shit, but uh, we're we're huge fans. Uh, wait till we, I I I get really all about the remix albums. Don't don't you worry, fellow remix remix heads out there. Oh my god. <laughs> no, arguably, you know, the, the the who's your favorite band? It always shifts, but any any day of the week, I could be like, I'll go with Nine Inch Nails today. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's a easy that's an easy one. You know, but the album that we're going to be talking about uh, today. Uh, Pretty Hate Machine. For those people who uh, casually know of Nine Inch Nails or have heard of Nine Inch Nails, they generally uh, either cite Closer or or Head Like a Hole, and they think I'm ridiculous for liking this band. Um, I think there's way more depth, obviously, to Nine Inch Nails, as any true fan would know. <laughs> but still, I mean, it's uh, it's quite annoying, you know, just having those lyrics spit back at you. Oh, what are they like? Oh, who God knows. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if then they're like telling me how great the new brand new album is or <laughs> no offense, brand new fans out there. I've never heard a single lyric. I heard that new no... brand new album's great, but I, I could never tell you what a brand new. You, you ever get, you ever realize. Pick him out of a police line. You ever realize how out of touch we are with music these days? Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> I can't wait till like Nine Inch Nails becomes like our version of the Eagles. We're already kind of halfway yeah. there. Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whenever a new band comes out and takes all the vowels out of their name, I'm already like, okay, that's just <laughs> yeah. not for me. Is it Midgement or MGMT? When I look at the uh, any of the big festivals coming up, as the years go by, either Coachella or uh, Outside Lands, Treasure Island, whatever, as I look at them, the names at the top, I still know a few of the big names at the top, but as the years have been going by, I know less and less as I go down to the point where it's like, I might know the first two rows of bands, and then that's it. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Sheep flying across the sky. 
Never yeah. heard of them. That's before. actually a band. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah. No, we know less Rose than Trent had Corn Rose. So pretty hate machine. <laughs> Coming coming out in 1989. That's right. So there was some stuff going on in 1989. What happened? Hold on a sec. Before we get into it, though. Before we yeah, get okay, into I'm it. Sorry. Uh, one thing, as everyone who uh, probably listens and follows to Nine Inch Nails, how do they catalog their their music? Through Halos. Yes. Now, yes. I kind of think that's the most pretentious thing in the world. Oh, but, but you thought it was awesome in high school. super cool. You thought yeah. it was great. I mean, great. I collected yeah. those things like Pokemon Did, Yeah, back, you know, Is that a true. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark, did you... That closure is Halo whatever. Did I know. You know? I know. <laughs> when Halo 10 comes out, he's going to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the insane clown posse with the third Joker's card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, see? Thanks, Steve. <laughs> a resident juggalo is here to Juggalos do are back in style. After, I'm a reformed juggalo. Juggalos are back in style after, hey, man. Uh, after uh, they're, they're going to go up against... Uh, yeah, we might be saving... I mean, they yeah. might be saving the country. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to go up against the, the white nationalist march, march in D.C. So. Hey. I'll take it. Um, but Halo. So Halo 1 uh, was the Down In It single. And if anyone out there has ever heard Down In It, it sounds absolutely nothing like anything that Nine Inch Nails has ever done. Or, But what it does sound exactly like <laughs> is Dig It by Skinny Puppy. It does, <laughs> but it's got a nursery rhyme yeah, rap. Yeah, it's got yeah. a nursery rhyme rap. <laughs> and a terrible video that the FBI oh. thought was a snuff video. Yeah. No, he, no, 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 no. You're is that true? Of, no, you're thinking of the broken video. No, I no. swear. The, the uh, down in it footage. The oh, down in it right, footage. He jumps somebody, off the building. It exactly. looks like somebody. Yeah, uh, I think they it. throw a TV yeah. off a building, and then somebody jumps off a building. Yeah. And it's very much all these early videos are very much the also like early ministry video type things where it's just a a lot of a footage of a guy like he takes a step and then they play that back and forth a few times, <laughs> you know, and it's all distorted, and that's half the video. It's like the Waterworld arcade game from Simpsons. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's a deep reference, Ron. <laughs> deep reference. But yeah, then, okay, then... It's one of my only Simpsons references. <laughs> after Halo 1 comes out... Well, actually, let's get into a little bit of backstory. So, he records Pretty Hate Machine at the, uh, what, the Cleveland Recording Studio in Ohio. The right track, I think it is. And he was uh, moonlighting as a handyman or a janitor of some sort, and then, uh, fucking around on the, the, the board, uh, during the night. Um, we're going to get that explicit rating on this one. Folks. That's good. Get it. Get it. <laughs> um, so then, you know, such hits as, uh, maybe just once and purest feeling for oh, those, oh. uh, those Folks are, out there, I don't. I I can't remember how maybe just once goes. Are you serious? But I enjoy. I'll, I'll I, find it. And, uh, just oh. yeah. It's, I enjoy. Just say it's erotic. Yeah. I it's enjoy erotic. purest feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe just purest once. feeling actually sounds like it is. Uh, it could be in a David Lynch movie. Yeah. It's just yeah. With the dumb horns. Yeah. And oh the, god. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've got just a little bit of a sample. I mean, it won't be a good. And that was the kind of shit that we would look for on the internet yeah. growing up and be yeah. like, oh my God, I Over found, yeah, I yeah. found a, a guy, terrible guy low... This guy $30 to send me a tape. <laughs> so that's maybe just once. You you paid a guy on the internet to send you a tape of Pure's Feeling? Yep. Wow. Well, it was the whole album. That was the whole album of early demos of Pretty Hate Machine and Pure's Feeling. And you probably could have found them on Napster. This is before Napster, dude. So the thing about uh, maybe just once, which I think is hilarious, is when... Okay, we got some clap tracks. Um, oh, some of this gets incorporated in the Pretty Hate Machine. Oh, yeah, easily, but come on. You know the part when I'm saying it kicks in? I, I don't remember this. Keep listening. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sure this is going to translate great on the recording. Well, he can edit the real Here thing. Here we go. Oh, yeah! I remember this now. This is great. This is like <laughs> mid-era Depeche Mode. <laughs> See, that's that's the the kind of hits that Nine Inch Nails is going to be producing. Yeah. Um, and uh, then comes out with Pretty Hate Machine and reworking a lot of the songs that were on the Pure Feeling EP. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what definitely was, his, what was the name of his punchy. band before? Exotic Birds. Yeah. There you go. Exotic. Was Birds. he in anything else before that? I can't. I think he was. I don't know. We're talking about Trent Reznor, of yeah. course. Who it was? But Michael I can tell. I can tell you this much. One of the members of the Exotic Birds went later to join or create Stabbing Westward. Oh, that's, so, that's great. A little bit of yeah. trivia for you. Weather Blister, Burn and Peel is not a bad record. 
first two songs. It's got, yeah, I was gonna say, could, yeah, okay, I was gonna, the, the song Shame makes up for half the album. Yeah, yeah it's a great what song. do I have to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, the cookie cutter stuff of Nine Inch Nails and what they wrought after yeah. you know they became successful. Oh, that'll be all right. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out how to work that. That's a whole. Don't worry, that's all. I've yeah. been revisiting. I've been revisiting industrial in a serious way in the last year. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot to say about this topic. Nine Inch Nails. I will say. Uh, was a gateway into falling down a rabbit hole of bad industrial music and great industrial music. Oh uh, yeah, both. I mean, both. Looking okay. back, like, there's more bad than good. Well, I the mean, good, the good FDM aged like a sliced avocado. Oh, it did. Oh yeah. Uh, Skinny Puppy is okay. Uh, uh, okay. I'll give you that. Uh, oh my god. Their later records. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, kind of. I, I actually, I think I the later albums, upon their first release, I didn't like them that much. But now I go back and I listen to Weapon. And, uh, <laughs> that's an oh, uh, uh, yeah, Weapon is that that's their loudest album. That's right. Yeah. Magnificent and, is a great song. Yes, it is. You're right. You're right. There are some gems. There are some gems. Now, okay, I'll, I'll put it this way: if someone, well, Skinny Puppy's always been better than KMFDM. This podcast is already yeah. off to an awesome start. But <laughs> if someone was like, if you were to co- the the output that Skinny Puppy had in their later years after they reformed, they take they they actually put effort and. They, they still are honing their craft. KMFDM, on the other hand, oh, man. just kept turning out <laughs> beeps and blues. And actually, shitting on the keyboard again. <laughs> I don't think he's even no, in the band been, anymore. He's been out of the band for 20 years. No, now. honestly, but, uh, I think they've just been re-releasing the same album. Oh, it's awful. And it's an awful it's, album. It's terrible. so bad. I think they just came out with one called Hell Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, so, all, it's like... It, Sasha K, if you're out there listening somehow, I think it's time to hang it up. Yeah, yeah. basically, I think they've, it's done. They've, they've been recycling what is essentially uh, a can of Mountain Dew, the song. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, nonsense. And we'll, we'll talk about Al Jorgensen later. Um, but anyways, exactly. um, so it came out in 89. Right. And so we've got Eric, who's going to sure. give us a little rundown of what was happening Sure. In 1989, at the time, Oakland A's were World Series champions. Uh, so we're off to a good start. Yep, swept <laughs> uh, the Giants in four games. Yep, 49ers were Super Bowl champions. All That's right. right. I remember that. Detroit Pistons were NBA champions. No idea. The Calgary Flames <laughs> were Stanley Cup champions. Guys, that's important. Um, <laughs> some of the famous sex symbols of that of that year were Christina Applegate, Rebecca De Mornay. Wait, wait, wait. Christina, Christina Applegate. Uh, we're talking the Married with Children years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sex symbols. Oh, okay. uh, Ma- uh, Madonna, Princess mm. Diana was a sex symbol apparently. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, that's right, Heather Locklear. Uh, Heather uh, Locklear, my stepmother, uh, shared a room with her in a dorm. Ooh, did it get oh. a little? <laughs> I, had, in my mind, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. She also was friends with the guys that wrote Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All that's, right. That's important. These are fun facts, folks. <laughs> Guys, here are some quotes from pop culture that were big that year. I'm Batman. Mm, oh, yep. yep. Eat my I, shorts. Um, Carpe Diem, seize the day, was boys. Was that also by Batman? Make your lives extraordinary. Wait, wait. What was, what was Carpe? <laughs> Carpe Diem, seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. Oh, is that from Dead Poets Society? <laughs> yes. That's yes. a good movie. R.I.P. Yep, yep, Rob yep. Williams. R.I.P. Look at all these. Yeah. Now, guys, there's some news that happened. Pete Rose got caught gambling. Of course he did. For the what time? Uh, <laughs> uh, this is when they first were made public. Um, the Exxon Valdez spill happened. Okay. And guys, this is, let me just tell you, this is the, uh, oh. I feel like an Exxon Valdez spills every week now with the way, uh, I guess the yeah. hurricanes are cleaning it up. Salman Rushdie uh, so there's, published there's Satanic that. Verses. And uh, guys, this was the biggest and most incredible news story I've ever heard and I didn't know this. And you may have heard it and I'm going to feel like a dummy. So here's the deal. Domino's Pizza had avoid the Noid marketing campaign. We sure. all know that. Oh, yeah. Do you know why they had Classic. to stop it? Um, they had... The, I have no idea. Children were dressing up as the Noid and running into traffic. And it had nothing to do with uh, Yo Noid being the worst Nintendo game ever. This is why they had to stop it. <clears throat> A um, mentally ill man named Kenneth Lamar Noid thought the entire campaign <laughs> was about him, and he held two Domino's Pizza employees hostage at gunpoint, wow. and then shot himself, and they had <laughs> yeah. to cancel their you know, their their annoyed campaign. That was really wise. Yes. I, yes. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, you so, don't remember. No, that. I, I come on, <laughs> Kenneth Noid. Oh, I know that icon. <laughs> Oh, uh, but the joke's on him. It was actually true. You, did you know that Domino's actually did base that character on that guy? Oh, my God. <laughs> They're part of the Illuminati. You know, speaking of... Uh, Guys, Game Boy was the annoyed video game, by the way. I never uh, played it, and I, I never will. I, no, I don't plan to. Like, 
there's a lot of other ones that I should get to before that. Fester's but Quest. The uh, the most recent uh, episode of the Retro Knots podcast this week is all about food mascot. that Retro Knots? Yeah. There's food, a plug. Food mascot video games. Oh. It's, it's oh, worth fun. checking out. All right. Who else was on there? Like the Coca-Cola Bears? Uh, like... I remember they did the 7-Up video game. There was a there little, was the little other 7-Up. There was a cool yeah. spot. Cool spot. Um, there was yeah. one about a Oscar Mayer wiener hot dog back in the Atari days. Really? There was a Chex, Chex Mix game <laughs> that was basically a Doom clone. Could you imagine <laughs> being a kid opening up Christmas morning presents and <laughs> your parents gets you a Chex Mix game? <laughs> I actually, I kind of think I've been there. <laughs> what did you get? Well, I, was, I was like, I was expecting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. My dad got me something like uh, Agamemnon or something, some terrible. Oh, uh, Bible the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is better for you, Stephen. <laughs> Guys, when the best songs of the year were young, "Fine Young Cannibals," she drives me crazy. Yep, and a great "Madonna song. Like a Prayer." That's and a good song. Print, like I, a prayer. It's, I was it's just right, actually. just yeah. last week. I was I listening I, to like I'm a prayer. Not, neither in what context? Like, neither hither nor. I was hither. driving down the road listening to like a prayer. There you go. Prince Bat Dance. Those were the those were the three probably best songs. I of the couldn't year. I couldn't sing you or hum you the melody to Prince's Bat Dance. Vicky Vale. Vic a Vicky Vale. A Vicky Vale. Vic, a Vicky Vale. Oh, that old tune. <laughs> yeah. Bat Dance. <laughs> Bat Dance. I don't know how it goes at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can name now. We can all you know, New King in Town. New King in uh, Town, Black and White, Red Party Man. Yeah, we can. We know. We know those songs. Oh, Guys, yeah. I think we've painted a pretty clear picture of 1989 right before Pretty Hate Machine. I was in seven. Where was I? No, you were not grade in seventh grade. grade. I was not in seventh grade. You were in third grade, third to fourth grade. Yeah, I was in third to fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. I had Fine Young Cannibals that album. I did. Did you? I did. I, I mean, it's it. it's a it's got a really good guitar riff, and I loved it. And really high. You didn't even go over what movies were at the box office. Um, I'm gonna guess, said Batman. That's guess important because Dead that Poet year, Society. that year had, it had uh, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade. Yep. I think that one came out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yep. all. Batman. You had Batman, Dick Tracy. Batman possibly. was the number one. Indiana Jones was two. Lethal Weapon two was three. Look who's wait talking. a minute. Wait, wait. Lethal yeah. Weapon two was three. Okay, was, number three. Yeah, uh, look who's I talking it was, was four. Equation. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was five. Back that's to the Future one. two was six. That's a good year. For Ghostbusters movies. two was seven. Right. Driving Miss Daisy was eight. Parenthood was nine, and Dead Poets Society was ten. I've seen all of those. Yeah, and that was I love films. <laughs> yep, Cosby Show is the number one TV show. Oh um, man, no, that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, uh, let's save this and go on to the album. Pretty Hate Machine, the album. This um, is, that's Steve talking, by the way. We're not going Welcome to. Back. We're going to skip. So those first three Halos. No, this is Halo Two. Halo Two. So, oh, this is Halo 2. Yeah. Okay. So when, when uh, Head Like a Hole. Halo, no, uh, Down in it, it. Or Down in It. Pretty Hate Machine. So down in, it, down in It had, what, just three remixes of Down in It? Probably. Yes. It's it. the and, they're all, and they're all on the Head Like a Hole single. All okay. three are on the Head Like a Hole single. So it's kind of a pointless Halo. And they all yep. they all sound the same. Down in It's Skin. Down in It's Shred. Down in It's Sin. Guys, guys, guys. One of them is instrumental. Is one of them a dub remix? And one of them is a slow version. <laughs> one of them is... A, it's always a goddamn dub remix. Slower, oh, man. This is the era of dubs. Slower yeah. RPM. One of them is slower RPM. Uh, and, and one of them... All completely unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. They are. They are. They are. So Down and It's a pretty bad Nine Inch Nails song. So the you album... Know, I, musically, it's not bad, but lyrically, it it's... Is, you know, it's two it's, tracks away. So why don't right. we start at the okay. beginning? Right. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, so like a, all right, I'd say that... Okay, it opens okay. with... It opens, Opens with Head Like a Hole. Yeah. Yep. And I'd say that definitely lyrically, it starts at as good as it's going to get, and it's all downhill from there. Progressively, this album yeah. moves, the lyrics possibly get worse and worse. I, I don't know I if I agree with, I don't know if I agree with, with well, well, oh, it gets a lot worse. I'm not going to yeah. say, but I, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if it's a slope directly, I don't know but I'd still, I don't Head Like a Hole is the best lyrics I, on the album. I don't know if it is, but it's a great, you it's, know, it's one of the best, yeah. It's yeah, def- no, you're it's right. It's a defiant song. It yep. is. Yeah. It's awesome. Like I could, I could it's sing not a, it's not a breakup this, song. I could, I could sing it like a whole right now and not be completely embarrassed. It's not a breakup song. You no. bet. It's, not it's, a, the, yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. one of the. It's one of two probably songs that Nine Inch Nails still plays to this day. Yeah. Head like a hole. And Terrible lie. Yeah. Sometimes sin. <sighs> sometimes yeah, yeah. sin and sometimes sanctified too. Now. Yeah. It's got that sweet um, and just that little breakdown and yeah. closer with the kind I want to. Little well, don't they play part. something I can never have as well? Oh, they do. Really? They, well, I mean, have they I been saw, that out I now? saw them a few times do that, but 
All right, well, we'll have like Anyways, a bowl. So, yeah. It's so their breakout hit. It was on all the college stations. So, actually, this is – so, my wife, Heather, who's, um, you know, a little more experienced than all of us, all of us boys. She's a little older. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll never listen to this podcast. I'll tell Eric, you that for right now. Eric was into MILFs before they were cool. I'll tell you what. Uh, she wasn't a mom yet. Anyway. Don't take it that way. That – that came out wrong. Anyhow, keep going. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, she she always she told me that she because she actually got this album when it came out. Um, oh yeah! By the way, every time I really like a band, or Eric does probably, or Mark, Heather probably saw them five years before they were popular. In the, when yeah. the best time to see them, yeah, That's without true. fail. Yeah, Fugazi. probably true. She saw Fugazi. <laughs> Did she really see yeah, Fugazi? Yeah. Wow! But um, so she got this when it came out, and she she heard had like a hole before the album ever came out because it was in the film Class of '99 which is an insane fucking exploitation horror movie about a high school that gets robot guards. It's basically chopping them all in a high, in a high school. Class and of 99, you know, we got, all graduated in 99, I know, didn't funny. we? That's just, this is, Powers, Powers Booth is the, uh, the, the weapons expert that the principal hires All right, to, to build robots to take down the gangbangers. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah. And, uh, use that today. That song's in the movie and a great part when like the, uh, when the gangs are getting together and getting their weapons to fight back. Yep. Um, but that was when she first heard it and, and, and picked up the album. So, interesting enough. So, it, it had like a whole... It, it had buzz. It, it opens class up. Class 99. It opens I'll up. To, I have not seen it. it had, yeah. No, I said it had buzz because of that, that, <laughs> no, that film that I've <laughs> yeah, seen. That I've not or, heard of. Yeah, or seen. It's like it's like two clicks away. It, it's it's one Pam Greer away from being a trauma movie because she's in it. <laughs> Which okay. classes it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it opens up the album. A great, you know, one of the all-time good yeah. openers because it's got those clanking. It sounds like typewriters or something going on. Yeah. And then yeah, the drums. Yeah. And then the the key of the synth goes man out, man out, no down, down on down, and you're and, in it. And that's the yeah. that's, the, that's the kind yeah. of uh, nine inch bass up. line that will be kind of signature for a while. It's not in every song, but it's very signature. Just kind of like just a driving fuzzy. I think we can all agree, though, every one of these songs is 100% better done live. Yes. I typically, I mean, like, I typically will take a live album over a studio album for almost any band. Really? Unless, uh, unless it's, unless the, uh, you know. Steve's uh, getting into jam bands a lot. Lately. No. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless Which it's version of Dick's Picks are you on now, Steve? <laughs> I disagree. I, unless, I, I'm actually full, fully in the other. Okay. Unless, unless studio work really makes the songs work. But in the case of Nine Inch Nails, I think things transition. They transition better live because they really work on making the stuff carry over better. I would say. Yeah. But in, 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 in regards to that, in regards to this album, every last one of these songs is better live because they strip back whatever sounds might have made them sound dated at the time and push forward modern instrumentation and also and arrangements too yeah, the, the riffs are louder and let me just rocking. I mean here's the thing I was reading earlier today that uh, Trent puts out some demos and uh, so who produces one like Flood did uh, Adrian Sherwood I know Adrian Sherwood did was Flood involved in this one? I think he was I think he maybe not on the whole thing maybe on just select tracks um but they asked him to do a conventional band, and he was like, no, I'm doing this all by myself. And then, like, everything for the promotion of this record, uh, he's featured with a band. And then he even, uh, you know, when he recorded Broken, he did it off of how the live band sounded. So I kind of think that uh, if Trent was to do it all over again, I think he probably would have done an actual band. Well, Maybe they, I'm wrong on this. They one, seem but. much more collaborative now. Right. This is like 85 years later. Um, who was in the band at this time then? Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick Not Ro- was. I think that you're thinking of the T-1000. It's Richard, Richard Patrick. Patrick. Yes, the filter guy. That's <laughs> yes. his brother. They're brothers. You know yeah, that. They are, they are, yes, that's why, they that's why I said that. Yeah. Because like, I, I always mix them up. I can't think of one without thinking of the other. Um, Chris Renna. Um, he right. was that's working right. with them. He was doing... He was the right-hand man for a few years. He was. Yeah. Brian um, Leesking was doing synth work. Jeff time, Ward. Right? I think he was also doing a drummer. Uh, was William Reflin drumming, or was he just in the video? No, I, was he just in the video? I think he was just in the video. Okay. Uh, James Woolley, or something like that. I haven't thought of some of these he names might in be, years. He might be. He's the guy Woolley. that died. He's the guy that just died. And yeah, Jeff Ward also died not too long, probably after this, of heroin or something. Like the that. most notable would be Patrick, because he went on to do Filter. Right? Oh I yeah. Think. Which you know had a few good songs, but then that evolved. I short can listen to Short okay. Bus, and I can listen to it every day. I mean, uh, and nice shot. If you ever, if you guys ever, it's chunky Saturday afternoon. Find your streaming thing of choice, preferably Apple, 
And um, there you go. Thank you. And use uh, check out their last few albums. They're way more metal, but they're worth one playthrough. Okay, the, the recent filter stuff. I mean, title of record wasn't bad. It just that was first, trying to be opening track is amazing. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. opening track was good. But when, yeah, I, was. when I, I saw him live at the Family Values tour with leather pants and and uh, pyrotechnics, just, <laughs> it was out. Yeah. I, I, so you went and bought a shirt, though. Yeah. 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 I, saw, I saw that tour because yeah. Les Claypool's on that tour. Primus, Primus was on that, was on that tour. tour, as was Method Men and Red Man. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that one last year. I was listening to some podcast. I can't remember what it was, and it had an interview with with uh, was it Richard or Robert Patrick. Richard was the guitar player. Richard. Roberts, okay. the T one thousand, and it was and it was during it was like the summer before the election. Agent Doggett from season nine. There you go. And he was just talking about like he was talking so much about like how much just the whole Donald Trump thing pissed him off, and he couldn't believe it. And he's like, I know this guy's never going to be elected, but am I crazy if I say he can? And I was like, Oh, you're crazy. And then, well, here we are. And here we are. Folks. So we should have listened to the guy from Filter. Yep. <laughs> so, anyways, had like a hole's a great opener. Maybe it is. He, maybe if he plays Hey Man, Man Nice Shot. Enough, you know, our president will shoot himself in the head. That's a really strange way for this podcast to start, but that's fine with me. I was my next That's all speculative, folks. That's all speculative. Please don't report us. Um, (laughs) he would have a head like a hole. Okay, (laughs) this is great, but I think that head like a hole's classic nine song. It's good. I I thoroughly enjoy this song. I I give it the seal of approval. Those guitars, the guitars are just they're killer. I give it, yeah, I give it all nine inches of a nail. All right, um, guys. Yeah. So this also became uh, Halo Three. That's true. Yeah, which was the Head Like a Hole single, which ten actually, tracks of, he- of Head Like a Hole, which is actually so. it's 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 the about slate mix. It's six tracks of Head Like a Hole. It is all of the Down in Its remixes, oh, and God. it is two Terrible Lie remixes. Huh. Um, still unnecessary. Folks. Yeah, you know what? The only thing is the the, the uh, one of the Terrible Lie remixes. Takes out the words "Hey God" and adds a lot more fuzz. That's yeah. the only difference. Oh, speaking of which, I know that we're getting into it, but this album, like in the liner notes, we don't have actually have a physical copy here in front of us because we live in the digital age. I have one somewhere still. Oh, so do I. I it's kept in the garage. All. Yeah. Um, I even have it on vinyl. Hmm. Um, but if you look at the lyrics, there's actually extra lyrics at the bottom of each song that's not sung. Oh, that's because he's a poet. Of that's course, right. I mean that's clearly he was that's just right. pulling it from out of his. No, I could tell in every one of these songs there wasn't enough lyrics in the song. <laughs> I mean, so, he really went for it. But like, I'm surprised that there the was other, the there was other lyrics song. he could have used, yet he chose the ones that he decided it's to roll right, with. That's right, from the lyric room floor. Absolutely, um, yeah. yeah. Well, we I can mean, move on from head like a hole. Well, wait, just, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, head like a hole. The video. All right, so we we established that he's got. I think there's a fake model of his head. That spins right, sure, yeah. yeah, in a black light with the cut of a Gets. like a of a sword dancer. Is it a sword dancer or a uh, snake charmer? That's like snake charmer. I that's think. right. Yeah, that's I and don't again, know. That, again, that's the starting and stopping footage. Yeah. played back and forth. right. Yeah. And he's, uh, I think he's hanging from the ceiling at one part at the end, which is he gets all tangled. That's up a recurring motif: is him dangling. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the not right technology video. is uh, is consuming him. Who is? I have no idea. Who is God Money? <laughs> That would be capitalism. Right? Okay. All right. right. That checks out. Doesn't he follow this song up again in uh, Year Zero? There's a song about... Uh, I, well, you we'll capital, capital G, G. Which is very we'll similar. Get to, we'll get to Year Zero yeah, and yeah. all of its concept Just glory. consider this might be the sister song to hit like a whole. Sure. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. Or a scathing, scathing review of George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay. So head like a whole. Great opener. It's got the rocking riff. It's got everything. I love that part where it goes, uh, oh, wait, no, that's another song. It's a good track. Yeah. Uh, good good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it follows it up with, we got Terrible Eye. Terrible Eye, which is, is amazing. Honest. This is my favorite song on the album. I Absolutely. Think. 100%. It's definitely, I agree with Eric. this is the epitome of the one that live, they really, oh, so oh, they man. tear the roof off. And well, okay, let's talk about this song because sometimes they do an intro to this song form of the song never recorded on studio now nothing on nothing that's right so good yeah, yeah. so right. good that's right that's usually played before terrible life yeah i know of the song but i didn't know it was usually played before yes. terrible life. yep yep yeah that was what they used to start forever i feel like they even did yeah. that at the Bowie. there's definitely there. a website called now nothing out there from yeah. get now Oh yeah. yeah, I think that's that where we one. are source for all of our Nine Inch Nails news. Which, yeah, which we it wasn't. If we had to cite our source, it, it seems be. like salvation. That's I think it. That seems like salvation. I was waiting, I was oh, waiting until right. we got to that song. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man! But Terrible Lies great. Terrible Lies great. And it, I like and, and now it's a perfect track too because it 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 still keeps the momentum up, but it's got breaks in it. It's not. It doesn't. It's not as full force. It takes it back a notch. Well, did you ever yeah. realize that this the album, little breakdown yeah. at the end? For the yeah. most part, I, I want to say over half the album, the songs kind of bleed into each other. <clears throat> uh, for it the first half, definitely. It does. definitely happens from "Head Like a Hole" yeah. to a "Terrible Lie." And like a hole starts like tapering off, and then, "Hey God," and then yeah. it really yeah. gets into it. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, can barely hear "Hey God," but in the live version, they really bellow out those "Hey Gods." Yeah. Uh, the funny part, every time this song plays uh, around my wife, I told her the story that we have a high school friend that for the longest time he thought this song was called Turn on the Light. Turn on the light! And like every time this song plays, she can't help but say, Turn on the light. Well, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that. Now, on this one, I really like when the chorus starts. There's that synth in the background that I can't really describe, but you know it when you hear it. And it, we will be playing. It You'll sounds be, like it sounds as we're like talking, a, you're going to actually hear it for the yeah. uh, for the listener at home. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how song. to put it. It just sounds like somebody's kind of slowly stepping on a keyboard. Right. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then we got so you know a plus. That you know sounds great. A plus. You know what's going to be an adventure of this this podcast is three men who I mean Eric, you're the mo- you're a musician. But you're not a you know asshole musician, and Eric or I know Mark I and I play are a few like, notes on a couple of instruments. Yeah, <laughs> I this, would say we're critiques. We're yeah, critics. No, just like <laughs> just three like really non-hardcore musicians trying to describe music is great. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. yeah, so good. Yeah, uh, all the tech heads out there are gonna love this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're really getting into it. So, folks. but one part I can never I can never not sing when I listen yeah. to the song as long, as long as the you know family's not around is the end yeah. where he goes you know. The the whole you throw it all away, my morals left to decay. Yeah. That whole part, yeah, yeah, oh, so good. Oh, that that part gives me it's the great. chills. It does. It's great. It's great. Yeah, live. Yeah. It really gets. Oh, yeah. you know. oh yeah, they, they. I mean, on the uh, on the live video of close closure mm-hmm. closure. Um, yeah, it, that really seals the deal right yeah. there. So down in it, we've discussed. So we can well, let's we can, talk about down in it. We get, <laughs> so well, we need to make sure we give our do our due diligence because of at least the last thirty seconds. Now this song, I think every time it comes on, I know all of the lyrics. Oh yeah, I will sing lyric. along to it all the time. Yep. And I think it's the funniest <laughs> song Nine Snails has ever done. Kind and of like it's cloud. unintentional too. Yeah. Kind of like a cloud. I was up way up in the sky. I was having I was some feelings you wouldn't believe. believe. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the music Sometimes is the music I'm, is good, and actually, I think it's probably the most. You know, it's a good as him like as a musically, producer, as him as a producer, it is rich, it's a rich song. There's a lot. Tiny of little dot caught my eye. Yeah. Yeah. It was just too small to see. Stared it way too long. Then it goes into Mother Goose. It was pulling me down. A lot of times, even when uh, like I'm acting, uh, my wife loves to throw this shit back in my face. Sure. Like, are you up above it? Oh, are are you gonna be down in it? You know, just loves to just sure. throw that shit. Sure. Well, what you, can when, I do? I'm like, yeah, when you, that's when, right. When, you, when, you, when you're more into the, the lyrical uh, gems of Jim Morrison. Oh, man. We don't need to besmirch the good name of Jim Morrison. No, he's, fine. No, he's great. I mean, yeah, but seriously, no, he's, he's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But he's a shaman. On okay. a bonus episode, Mark and I will be able to recite the entirety of the soft parade for everyone. Oh, man. <laughs> he bought lunch. <laughs> <laughs> bought a little. Um, but uh, yeah, down in it, I, 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 it is what it is. I don't hate it, it but I don't like think bad, it's good. It kind of sounds like bad rap music right. from the time. Yeah. Right. You know? I mean, thank God like that was an experiment that he didn't recreate at all. Right. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Rain, rain, go away. Oh yeah, there it is. Come again. I remember day. I was disappointed when I heard the when I bought the album because with this song because which I come to appreciate it more. But it was because the first time I'd heard this song was um, Woodstock '94. Okay. And the way they play that live, go back to the live thing. But they just cranked up those synthesizers that are going like. Yeah, but no. But it's so I, loud; it sounds like just a, like a building falling down every time they. They're just like slapping those keyboards. I mean, like, and so it sounded really like it sounded way more edgy. Right. 
uh, during that version. So when I heard it, it's barely like, ah, ah, on the on the song is a little. You know, I was I was hoping for those big synth busters, but it's fine. No, honestly, it's not a bad song, but it's it's yeah. an embarrassing song to listen to. It's I always make def- sure if I listen to it in traffic, my windows are rolled up. I usually, I usually, it's pretty skippable in my book. Yeah. Um, so then this is another one where it, it ends and it crossfades into the next one, and then you get that that bass line. That's true. Creeping up on you. Yeah. From, I don't. Is this song supposed to be romantic? Sanctified. sanctified. Uh, you know, okay, so I had to... That's g- definitely something that, like... So, I will say, tried- up until this point, we haven't had one breakup song, and the rest of the album is mostly breakup songs. Well, this song is yeah. not a breakup song. Yeah, this sanctified. is about his cocaine addiction. Oh, I never thought of it. Yeah. I was That's aware. what it was about. That's oh, okay. what I... And That's yeah. funny. I thought about a few songs. I was like, is this about drugs or is this about girls? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, Trent, being the poet and lyricist that he is, you sure. can take it either way. Wow, sure. man. But it's a great song. I I love Sanctified. Um, I remember the got some slap, slap of the bass sure. on that song, but sure. it's not a real bass. It's sure. probably a synth bass. Is it a synth bass? It's not. Yeah, probably. I mean, when they I do tell, it live, I, I remember but when Danny I, Lone when I took bass lessons because I was in jazz band at the time. I asked like, my guy teacher, "Oh man, can you teach me this lick?" And I put that song on. He was like, like two seconds later, he's like, "Boom, bam, 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 bam," and I oh man, the next day in jazz band, I'm like. <laughs> making severe eye contact with no one in yeah. particular um i love sanctified i think it's a great song um it's it's uh it, they don't play it live too often but i guess they've been pulling that one out and it's good. i, I like put this it. on my lower half of likes i like it i don't love it but i mean i, I in the pantheon the al- of the album, no, no, songs, for the, but for the the album, album i just the album, I don't skip it for the album i'd say it would be on my lower I mean, the lyrics are terrible, and then they got the, like, that piston says, sound. Come inside, come inside for her. Yeah, this, the singing is a, it's a little overrun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, he, really, he, he, he really does try to reach. He doesn't even try to reach for high notes. No, yeah. This is, <laughs> his singing on this record is, is certainly well, it's, uh, Nowhere to go not quite there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that song bleeds right over into Something I Can Never Have. And right. I am real conflicted on this song now. Yeah. I can, I can. I think it's a really pretty song in terms of the piano. Yeah, it's a but, good ballad. It's um, a great ballad. Like, I think that the the it, the steam like piston like sound is real dated. That's I'm like fine. my favorite part of it. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. It sounds like it sounds like the Terminator score. You see, that's industrial. I hear you. I hear you. But like, oh, you guys, you do know. You know, they they sometimes say that you know you trace all the industrial music back to. I don't know. Throbbing Gristle? Throbbing Gristle or Coil or some bullshit. Sure. But no, the original Terminator is what we can trace back all <laughs> yeah. industrial music I tell to. you, like every time that I hear any sort of old industrial music, I hear the Terminator uh, soundtrack. Absolutely. Um, Terminator 1 and 2. Dated, dated stuff doesn't doesn't bother me because, it. I mean, it, it, you know, it was of his time. I guess uh, dated stuff bothers me if it's like pop culture references that nobody cares about anymore. Yes, like, that's why Eric doesn't like Saturday Night Live, but he loves Mr. Show. Because Mr. Show never Thank did you. pop culture Thank references. You. Thank you. I had to hear about this for years and we lived together. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Is this an episode of Mr. Open. Show's podcast? O- open, open up. <laughs> well, or, or Eric opens up a bunch of old Gwinsy games to you. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, this song, though, like, I have to say, I, I, every time I listen to it, I get really embarrassed. I don't know what it is. I think it's because when I was 15, listening to this goddamn song and, like, having a crush on some girl that would not def- fucking talk you to see, you. see, that's definitely it. For a 15-year-old, this is this is poet. He's just like, he's getting right to the heart of it, man. Yeah. It's she just doesn't terrible. understand. I, I'll never be and I, I think Gray would be the color if I only had a heart. The piano yeah, in this song, that's it. to me, it's impressive. It's in, it is. It really I actually is. learned how to play this in the piano. But no, definitely, it does sound like something that either yeah, a young fifteen-year-old or like some goth chick in nineteen ninety-five would just sit there and put on repeat on a rainy day. Used in uh, natural born killers. <laughs> it was used in natural born killers. It was yeah. better in natural born killers. <laughs> yeah, I think they kind of like somehow having Mickey and, like and Mallory like introduce and, and outro things made some of these songs more palatable right well it was only this song a warm place it. sounds for some reason even though it's the same I love song. a warm place yeah. so it's you, a great song no 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 it's yeah, a great song yeah. but even though for some reason the version on the Natural One Killer soundtrack I like more oh, because of gotcha. what it's surrounded yeah. by yeah. Yeah. warm place really is good, on Downward Spiral we'll get there so we'll one get there. day that's a really good soundtrack um, um, but yeah something I can never have I, I'm gonna have to say I, I, I cannot 
I just I, I feel weird every time. Lyrically, it's just terrible. Yeah, yeah. so terrible. Yeah. The, Come his, on, tell me. Okay, his 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 love songwriting or breakup song or whatever you want. Any his romantic songwriting it just reminds me of just some like drunken, angry, stupid rock and roll breakup. Like, fine, fuck, take my guitar. I'm even gonna play it again, anyways. <laughs> like that's like what I feel like in my head. Like just, just that, like those people screaming on the street. Like that's that's what he's yeah. going the through. The majority this entire album. of it's all on this album. <laughs> yeah, I think it I, is. Yeah, no, it is. no I, I mean, I, I mean, think he, this he, album really exercised some demons. And yeah, after that, he was like, I'm not. The doing lyrics that don't. Again. Get, they they don't ever get to, to cavian levels. Right, but. They do get better. Yeah, they do. They're, they're, right. they're, and well, even on like this I, album, I was listening he's like twenty-two like, years old. What you my, expect? My favorite sure. songs were the ones that were like a little bit more subtle. You still know what he's talking about, but it's not like, oh, this is clearly written for a person in particular. You know, like it, or like even like the first three songs were subtle to a certain degree of, you know, what they're about. But yeah, somewhere, it, it, somewhere out there, he was hoping that some one lady in particular was going to buy yeah, this album yeah. and be and like, no, she was about it yep that's, that's right. probably right so i think that it's was like the, the lucy of... it's like the lucy album for night <laughs> remember that atmosphere the lucy oh yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> atmosphere is another i atmosphere loved it when we were younger and then i was like oh, i'm too good for that cheesy shit and then went back a few years ago and i was like you know what it all holds up guys we're halfway with the album i'm gonna go ahead and pause this really quick all right now we're on so, to side two something i could never have fades out does it fade into the next song no, because that was really where the record turned over. Okay. And so on the CD. Sure. So yeah. what? Now, I've, I've listened to the album a few times in the last few weeks. It's kind of I want to. God and, damn it. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and that is just a is full this stop. Is like, this I honestly think, like, the album really starts to go downhill on side I agree. two. I agree. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to the defense of some of these songs. If not for their holes, some of their parts are strong enough to where I think yeah. they're worthwhile. Yes. But kind of I want to. Um it, is it the lowest point in the album? No, I, I think, think we agree. I think that's down. what I get. I think. Um, I disagree. I, or the only time, one of those three. I think actually the only. The only all right, we get. So kind of <laughs> I want to. Yeah, kind of want to. Kind of I want. I don't have a lot to say. Was about it? That that's the song that has like kind of the calypso drums. Yes. It's just too much percussion just going on. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But I do. Okay. Let's kind of. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> was that like for an album full of terrible lyrics? Yeah. That might be the laziest, stupidest lyric on there. <laughs> yeah. That might. Wait. I was just telling Mark that maybe if you're, the... serious, if you're a serious lyricist, like he really is trying to present himself. I can't shake this feeling from my head. There's a devil sleeping in my bed. He's watching you from across the way. I cannot make this feeling go away. I think the devil tries to fucking four times. Um. <laughs> one time yeah, he just not on this one. Yeah, yeah. No, but there's a few times the devil's like. <laughs> and I know it's not the right thing. I know it's not the yeah. good thing. But kind of I want to. Kind of I want to. I was Trent, Mark are you maybe, serious or not? Because you don't say kind of if you're serious. I was telling Mark we should make maybe just a bad album, a bad lyric, the, the title of the podcast. Maybe it should be the kind of I want to cast. Kind of I want to have a podcast? <laughs> maybe. I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll workshop it. Kind of I podcast. I do like... <laughs> so... It's not good. It's not a good song. I do like I, the part where it goes like, I know it's not the good thing. Well, and yeah, I know so like it's hook. not the right thing. You like the hook. Yeah, I, but yeah, kind of I want to. It has a good hook. Yeah. I, I hate the Calypso drums. I hate the Calypso drums. Oh. I hate it. It's so cheesy. I will, but, uh, I will say song. that, see, in this song, towards the end, there's a keyboard loop that starts getting more distorted and distorted as it goes along as the song ends. Yep. And I like that. Well, it, it, the, they're still doing that, like, 20-something years later with that last EP where... There's you know, great production. Yeah, there's great production with even the worst songs on here where you can see what's to come. I mean, he's got... It, every song's rich, even if it's too much sometimes, like this like this one. But Yeah, it's too much. I I, I don't like this song. Every time it comes on, again. I, I don't even know if I like this album anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the remastered one, which I never heard, and uh -huh. um, I don't even have great speakers in my car or anything like that, but it still sounded better than I remember. Maybe I was just listening for no, things. I know, one of the I last, one yeah. of the last yeah. CDs I bought was the remastered Pretty Hate Machine. Yeah. 2010? Yeah. Yep. Um, um, so then after Kinda I Want To, are we done talking about Kinda yes, I Want To? Please, I think we should be. Please. Uh, is Sin. And I... Sin. I don't mind Sin. Oh, I, I think it's stupid. Fuck that. But Sin's I, a great song. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I like, I like <laughs> Sin. I mean, Sin knows what it is, and you can tell by the video. The video was made to be played in gay clubs. Uh, yeah, like it, like, it is. It is just like a penises. hot, hot, sweaty. Like yeah, dudes making is out Trent in a gyroscope. Gyroscope. Yeah, he's yeah. hanging around, flying yeah, through, yeah, dangling yeah. somehow. Yeah. And the song itself, I mean, it's it's just a hot, sweaty dance. You know, track lyrics are as cheesy as you can. I mean, I like how it ramps up and then like when I'm driving, breakdown. Yeah, like like as soon as you as you get into it, they're not they're not distracted by that. Right. It's that's see. The sound, effects, the, the sound effects in the start of that song are dated, but they're dated in a good yeah, way. No, I, I, I love And then I, as it, it gets no going, yeah. it, it's got that, just that, like, it sounds kind of like Doom. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the soundtrack to Doom is it's, going. It's, it's a very synthy club dance song, but it's darker than most of the but stuff. But to this day, when I'm driving, I'm listening to it. Yeah. It comes down yeah, to this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm that that yeah. list part, yeah, yeah, it comes down to this, yeah. your kiss, your fist, and your strain. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm a big fan of that part. And the guitar. The guitar riff is great. Yeah, and the guitar doesn't... It doesn't become a guitar-y song either. It's just there. It's just mixed perfect. It's, yeah, it's that big. one, live, when they do play that one, that yeah. guitar really yeah. it, it kicks some ass. Yeah. Right. I mean, they, they honestly don't play that one too often anymore, but yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen them do that one live. I think I have. Okay. Yeah. I think they did in that fragile tour that we saw. You might be right. I think they did. Yeah. You might be right. Because the catalog wasn't so deep that they were just not playing songs at <laughs> the first album. I guess it was. Right. I can't remember. Sin if, was. Uh, I, can't remember if they that I, I can't. Halo first time. For some reason, I, I I think I owned a Sin T-shirt. You did. I remember it, that. It was the uh, blue and the black. It wasn't. The, it cool wasn't the one that Axl Rose wore. It, it looked, illusions. It looked like the five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, which is a cover yeah. of the single, the Halo. I haven't and thought of that in years until we. That was Halo Four. Yeah. The Halo had a. I just listened to it. It had the original. It had a dub version. It had the long version, which would be like your twelve-inch version that you would play at those gay clubs or yep. any club that played the song. Yeah. And then it had their version of Queens Get Down, Make Love. Which I is enjoyed a that. Fantastic song. cover. It's a I really, I good really cover. enjoy it. But I. I, what was, was it like Al the first Jordan time you made love to you? What did, now, I was what trying did to you think say? Of, I was thinking <laughs> of that. Boom, boom. Was yeah. that the song where they had Al Jorgensen's lyric, or they, they had vocal? No, Either, that was the 10,000 Maniac Supernaut. 10,000 right. Maniacs? Yeah. 1,000 Obo DJs. 1,000 Obo DJs. Are you sure that was Natalie Merchant? I swear that was Natalie Merchant. No, that Merchant. was the, the, the Jorgensen and Trent. You don't know who's doing it. No, each I want to be in that reality where 10,000 Maniacs did all yeah, yeah. of the 1,000 Homo DJs songs. They have a great version of Because the Night. I'm sure it's not outside great, of their scope. Isn't, aren't they the ones that did? Oh, no, that was the Cowboy Junkies. Basically, they did. Sweet uh, Jane. Sweet Jane, Jane. Jane. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Sin, good song. Yeah. Get Down, Make Love. That, That's a really uh, good cover. On that the 2010 good. remaster, they included that Get right, Down, Make right. Love as a bonus And track. Trent would go on to show that Nine Shells can be a great cover band, too. They do oh, yeah, that. they yeah. have some good covers. I guess Get Down, Make Love would have been the first cover. Yeah, yep. yeah that we know of. Yeah. In terms of recorded history. Right. The annals of Nine Inch Nails catalog. Uh, I really, Sin, Sin is a... Uh, to me, if I was like, oh, I got to do top three Nine Nails songs, it might actually be in there. Oh, wow. I that really, is a bold statement. That's I really, a hot take. I really we'll like that song. We'll see where we're at I could throw in like maybe top 15. 13. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, top 15. I'll ask yeah, Steve yeah. on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, Stin's still number three? Um, okay, we so don't, then, We're not susceptible to the hyperbole. Here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, then that's what I get. And honestly, um, that's this is one. I know the song, but like it is a completely forgettable song. Uh, I think it's, it's that's what I get. Uh, yeah, you know, but that's one. what I get. <laughs> yeah, I like the beginning. The, the, it has some good synth parts, and then it, it goes back. This was Yeah, it's got it's kind of got another calypso thing going. Yeah, on. yeah. I honestly sometimes confuse this song kind of with kind of yeah, yeah, and I and I rank it about. The but same. I like in the in the middle of the song, there's some atmospheric stuff going on. Yeah, where. The lyrics, everything kind of stops, and it's just like this clinking, like it sounds like the keyboard's wet and sliding off the table. Okay, sure. And then it comes back. As bad as it it is. And then it comes back, and it kind of like snaps to attention and goes, that's what I get. And then all the keyboards kick in again. Yeah, that's a good, you're right. It 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 does end strong. It does end strong. Even in the worst songs on here, there's inklings of why we love like Trent Reznor and Nine Nails so much Absolutely. because the production the layers to every song I mean it's yeah. every song yeah, and this one, has a hook and this every one, song has when a pretty is, cool part when it is getting loud and there's chaos at the end there is another synth line that's kind of melodic buried that's in it all which definitely like later when they're doing their instrumental stuff I'm like oh, that's what I get 
where there's all this chaos going on. But if you really listen hard, there's some peaceful bullshit right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Listen great. to the end of that song and see yeah. what I'm talking about. No, I, I hear you. I, I get you. Uh, the next song is... Well, lyrically, again, it's terrible. It's terrible. Lyrically, it's yeah, like, I that... went after some girl and she spurned me. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And speaking of lyrics that are terrible, uh, <laughs> the only time where the devil wants to fuck him in the back of his oh, car. This, even oh, even oh, as boy. a kid, I was like, skip. Like, Actually, you know what? I, I would put this higher than, than Kind of I Want To or... Uh, that's what I get. Defend They're, yourself in court. So. Because um, <laughs> I think this song does have like a... <laughs> Like, yeah. doesn't it? No, there, oh, um, no it's got this cool bam, thing. Bam. <laughs> and right now I'm so no, The lyrics are terrible. With you. But there, there's a part at... There's a part <laughs> Lay my through. hands on heaven and the moon and the sun and the stars While the devil wants to fuck me in the back of his car yeah, it's not good. That's but, what you all came for, right? <laughs> is to just hear us badly sing. Uh, there, there's a moment about halfway through where half the tracks just get a layer of fuzz thrown over them and uh, I'm like okay I can see this I mean, kind of being this is another one that, so, yeah this yeah, yeah. one has a pretty cool out. jump break like before he yeah. starts going into the maybe I'm all messed up you know like that part there is a pretty cool jump break that is it maybe I'm all messed up maybe or I'm baby all, I'm all messed, messed up maybe I'm all messed up not baby but maybe maybe I'm all messed up in you yes once again didn't know if it was about drugs or didn't know if it was about uh about girls, but my guess is moral standing is lying down. Um, oh man, this song and I've we this was on uh, the closure. That's actually a pretty good line. My moral standing is lying <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I'll give them on this one, folks. If you haven't seen the closure uh, VHS with a live performance, like he's doing some serious choreography during this part, like yeah. really getting on down on like yeah, oh, yeah. it's bad uh, in a good way. Um, but yeah, I mean. This song is embarrassing, but I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> I would it's never a, like put this on to the party, though. I'll tell no, you that. no, no. This would, yeah. This doesn't go on. This doesn't go on the permanent, the permanent playlist. So it fades. So that that song mercifully finally ends. And then we've we got ring. Finger. It ends. The album ends. The album ends strong. I think the album is strong. I am a yeah. big fan. I of used Ring to Finger. make fun of Ring Finger, and I've completely. It's turned got tail a on that. really good, like, tail. at I the end of the song, it, you know, like with the it. with the bionic guitar with Richard Patrick yeah. coming in, and he, that's actually him on the record. That's it. That. Yeah, at the end, and it's like it's like a it's a mix of like you hear like a car crash screech and yeah. then you hear like okay so this song has two samples in it you've got prince's alphabet street and you've got jane's addiction oh, come on come on oh that's, that's the one he's scratching that's the one that they're scratching yeah that's i always thought that was trent Reznor. <laughs> no that's that's oh, very no, 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 from right, that. Dad. oh come on come on and then yeah well yeah, yeah right but then the, the scratching the, the, must have been the car crash Prince. was yeah exactly okay. with that yeah, yeah that okay. was prince's alphabet street oh that's well cool. you got me working so hard lately working my hands until they bleed yeah if i was twice the man i, mean, I could and he be emphasizes i'd the still twice. be half the man you need still, still you <laughs> still you lead me and i follow oh man anything you ask you'll know i'll do this a, one act gosh, of consecration like a, is what I wedding. ask of you. What's that? That'd be so, a hell of a song to sing at your wedding. Is oh, this song I know. Pro, is <laughs> it should have been the one. Is it, is it anti-marriage or pro-marriage? I don't know. Ring. <laughs> you know, this song... Promise me in stone, deeper than the sea. Yeah. Right. I think he was engaged. Devil's flesh and it, bone. I think he was engaged and it fell through before he... I, he he might be it. <laughs> I know. He's happily married now with four kids. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, on Severed that, flesh and bone. Severed flesh and bone? Yeah. Oh, because he cut his finger off to get the ring off. Okay. Um... Classic, classic Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> Imagine the Lord of the Rings movies scored by Trent Reznor. Oh, oh man, yeah. actually, those Mordor scenes would have fucked you up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this song was originally titled "Twist." Oh right. Tell me more. Um, that's all I know. Oh, okay. It sounded exactly like it. It was but called I think... Twist. It was Twist on the Purest Feeling, feeling EP. Oh, yeah. Exactly, and I think twist, instead twist. of Ring Finger or whatever. I think he, that was the chorus. He yeah. went twist, twist, twist. Right, right. Because right. I'm guessing he was trying to twist the ring off, maybe? Oh, I don't know. Sense. It makes no sense. Well, I guess we'll never know. Um, but So that wraps up the album. Um, Guys, on a scale of one to nine. We need to make sure, though, we're doing... 
the guitar at the end of that song, which you brought up. The bionic, it's fantastic. Yeah. The bionic outro guitar. Bionic outro guitar, great. as credited in the liner notes. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, it ends strong. I, I love that. Well, song. let me just, before we do on a scale of one to nine, do you think that Nine Inch Nails has a flawless Did album? you guys just come up with that? Or I just did, yeah. One yeah. to nine? Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Simple but elegant. Yeah. Um, there's only nine inches on those nails. Um, so right. uh, do you think that Nine Inch Nails actually has a flawless album? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they come close, but they... I mean, we can talk about it as we go further along. I would say... But I, don't I don't think we can answer this question. I would say my, my answer now, starting a podcast that I that, that we're getting into... I'm going to say no. Is I would say Downward Spiral, yes. But then when, close, I, but but when, no I listen, when I listen to it, I may change my mind. Yeah. Yeah, when you listen to Big Man with a Gun again... <laughs> I'm just, oh fuck! I forget about that song. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so it's so short. How's that gonna sound? Not good, but that just kicked out. We can move over. Does Nine Inch Nails have a perfect album? No. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I can't. That, you know, yeah, I mean, no. if I'm being honest, they come close, but I I think that based this on album, my expectations, maybe not. But based on what they were trying to do, an argument can be made for. For like ghosts or something like that. No. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, wow. We see, what they were trying, based on what they were trying to do, were they successful? They were trying to make something that's impossible to listen to all the way through. Well, then mission, no. mission accomplished. Disagree. Oh, that'll be a fun one. Oh, I'll man. talk about that. I'll do that on my on my own. No, we'll we'll, we'll do ghosts. We'll do ghosts. We'll I mean, my favorite ghosts. album. It's not my favorite. My favorite one is the Fragile Hands Down. Hands firmly down, never will change. Yeah. But. Right. Would I listen to the fragile all the way through? Do I stick with it? No. No. There's some there's some <laughs> skippable tracks on that record. Um, I mean this this album right here. Um, if they had an editor, the fragile could have been the perfect album. I mean, there was a span where bef- between Pretty Hate Machine, Broken, and Downward Spiral, where we didn't have any material for five years. Yeah. And so, so like these three records, I listened to nonstop. Me too. And the remixes. Right. Like and crazy. like anything that I could get my hands on, that's what I listen to. Me and and what's, ma- what's amazing is that I, this is such an old man thing to say, but I have an affinity and I appreciate those more just because they were all we had. Right. And you may do with what you have. Now when bands put out, like he puts out material all the time, even after he breaks up, the gap in between stopping the band and putting out a new album, I think was still smaller than when pretty, uh, between five years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, looking I yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to fact check that, but I think that the five year gap is the longest one that he's ever done between 94 and 99. Yeah. Well, let's um, not get too, uh, let's, let's save some of it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so this record, I mean, I, I rank this, you know, I'm not going to give my stacked ranking right now, but I would, I would probably rank it probably a C to a B plus. So you're saying about a three out of nine. Oh, okay. Oh, so we're doing the one five, out of nine? Three. Sorry. That's for the remix albums. Um, <laughs> uh, I would give this album probably a five out of nine. Five out of nine. How about you, Steve? I'd agree. Five out of nine actually is very fair. Yeah. 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 And the only reason I say it, it's five out of nine in the Nice Nails catalog, but stacked up a little against a lot of other bands, I oh, would yeah. say it's like a six or a seven. Right. Sure. I mean, but just comparing them against their own work, I'm like, ah, it's... Right. It's, this album sounds nothing like anything that he'd ever do ever again. It's an average nail, but right. it's still above average music. Right. Yep. I yep. mean, if you kind of for the time, like where you've got the pure cannibals. You've, <laughs> well, yeah. What was on the popular Billboard yeah. charts? I mean, yeah. But if you if you were to compare it with what it came out with at the time, it would blow your mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if I you're mean, like, it sounds like heavy Depeche Mode. When, for the when most did part. Violator come out? I was eighty nine. 89. And it sounds like heavy Depeche Mode, right? And Violator, I think, is the peak Depeche Mode. It's the better so Violator is better but, than this album. But I have but, to. It is. It is better than this actually. Album. That, that's it, almost, that might be a flawless album. Violator is a flawless. album. There's no yeah. bad songs of Violator. Yeah. I mean, it's a short <laughs> album. Like the number of songs to the quality that is high quality music, yeah. right there. I can always put Violator on. Um, but yeah, and Violator sounds like it could be recorded today. Yeah, Pretty Hate Machine sounds like it was recorded. In like a basement in the eighties, um, yeah. with real shitty material and equipment. I mean, no. it, the whole thing was sequenced on a Mac Plus. Yeah, no violator, but you know, I don't know why else we're comparing those two. But that's fine. Oh, it I also mean, had top. The time, they, they were yeah, a band the that was selling out the Rose Bowl. They had, to, they had they can get their hands whenever they want. Sure. Yeah. yeah for, no, for, no, for the time, it was like, it was like push mode. If you heard this new Nine Inch Nails band, like that, that would be an easy connection right, to make yeah. back then. And Flood actually did have his hand in recording both of those records, mm-hmm. so that's why I. Yeah, to make that comparison. Yeah. 
Um, well, I think that should yeah, wrap it up for it, this time. So, so what's next? The uh, next, yes, what's... Uh, broken and fixed? Next, we'll hit you with broken and fixed. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this. Uh, this is Mark talking. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for listening. This is Steve. Good night. Oh, before, do you have anything you want to, like, uh, uh, if you want to follow you or anything like that on any of the social oh, we're medias? we're doing that. Uh, we don't have to. No, we can. We might do you have well. a Twitter okay. handle or anything? So I'll give my Twitter handle away. I'm at Marked, M-A-R-C-K-E-D, on Twitter. You can at me and uh, tell me how wrong I am on this album. I am at Stephen E. Chambers. At Stephen E. Chambers. Uh, I'm at Eric, the number two guns. This is not about my muscles. This is about, <laughs> this is about when I used to be into, you know, I still am into spaghetti westerns. That's what that was about. Well, we don't have any blogs that I know of. No. There's a uh, Trouble with Trivia podcast that, is, yeah. that that still comes out semi-regularly. Oh, you guys a have a podcast. Twin Peaks pro, uh, yes, podcast. There's a Black, Ti- Black Lodge White Noise podcast that is finishing up. It's being sundowned. Is that how well, you as it? Twin Peaks is being sundowned. <laughs> yeah, it's being put out. So it's been sent out to the pastures, but it's, it's a good one. But uh, if you liked what you heard, uh, give us a review. If you didn't, uh, just don't give us a review. This was the first episode. Keep that in mind. Audio quality will get better over time. Mark's going to edit the hell out of this. And it's going to sound phenomenal. Yeah, it's you're gonna, gonna sound gonna, like a bionic guitar. You're yeah. gonna, <laughs> with an outro. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <sighs>